going to be doing something. We're going to gear up. You know, Easter is just around the corner. I mean, you think about that. I think it's the third weekend in April, right? Yes. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to theme that out and we're going to call that one day because, you know, everybody has, that could be the day, that one day that somebody finds Jesus, the one day that this happens. So I'm going to begin a series maybe four weeks or so, uh, or a little less, three to four weeks, maybe, I don't know, right before Easter to build up to that day. And we're going to promote that and believe God for an incredible harvest on that day for people finding Christ. It's going to be packed. I'm telling you, this place will be packed out. We're believing God for great things. So we're going to talk about hearing the voice of God today. Are you ready? So this is out of this. This is my scripture this morning is in Judges. In Judges, and I told you the story last week, and I thought, I'm just going to read the story to you, and we're going to go from there. Judges 7, now you understand why you looked at each other and went, say cheese. You'll get that here in just a second. Judges 7, 9 through 15 says this. It happened on the same night that the Lord said to him, Arise, go down against the camp, for I have delivered it into your hand. But if you're afraid to go down, go down to the camp with Pura, your servant, and you shall hear what they say. Now, I put that in bold. You shall what? You shall hear what they say, and afterward your hand shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. Then he went down with Purah's servant to the outpost of the armed men who were in the camp. Now the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the people of the east were lying in the valley as numerous as locusts. So this is just giving you what they're looking like here. As numerous as locusts, their camels were without number, and as the sand, without number as the sand by the seashore in multitude. And when Gideon had come, there was a man telling a dream to his companion. He said, I have had a dream. Here's the fir- first reference to Martin Luther King's where he got his... No, I'm just teasing. I have had a dream. To my surprise, a loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian. It came to a tent and struck it so that it fell and overturned and the tent collapsed. Then his companion answered and said, This is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, the man of Israel. Into his hand God has delivered Midian and the whole camp. And I, I emphasize this as well. And so it was when Gideon heard, turn to your neighbor and say heard, he heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation that he worshipped. He returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian into your hand. So I want you to see this story. The promise is what we want from God. God has made all of his promises. You know, and, and some of us will go, mm, not so sure. But if you think about it, God has told you things. He tells you things in his word all the time. But if God gives you a promise, how many knows he has a purpose behind it? God doesn't do anything just to do something because he's got nothing to do. God is never boring and he is never bored. He is just like, I want you to do this. And he's got a why for everything he does. Wouldn't it be great if we lived like that? Here's why I did that, you know, or whatever. But this, you know, Gideon, he gave him a promise. I have given the enemy into your hand. I have, God is telling him, I have given the enemy. Has it happened yet? When he told him, had it happened? There are as many as their camels. I mean, they can't even count them. There, there's so many. They're like locusts, the people. I mean, this is crazy huge. Odds are way against him. And God says, I have given them into your hand. So he already tells Gideon, here's what I'm telling you. Gideon hears it, and Gideon's only got 300 men, so he's outnumbered. And God says, I'm going to do this. Listen to me now. The promise alone didn't get it done for Gideon. Because God says, if you're afraid, have you ever been afraid? Anybody else ever get afraid? Come on. I mean, we do, because life sometimes, if I'm quoting Allstate, life comes at you hard. 
and we get afraid. And, and so Gideon is like, he sees what seems to be, these are incredible odds. I mean, I, God, I know you're God, but come on. So he's afraid. And God says, listen. So when God told him that, it's still Gideon still. And that's like us. This is so much like us. Because isn't it the fact God can tell you something and you really need confirmation? We need confirmation. We need somebody, we need something to confirm this is what God told me. That didn't know it before but confirmed it and you're like, okay, well, there you go. So he needs confirmation because the promise alone didn't go, he couldn't see it. He was obedient. He did everything God had said. He was struggling in the natural. Because if you remember the story, God said, here's what, tell all the guys that are afraid to go home. Because Gideon had thousands of troops. So a whole bunch of them left, 22, 20,000, something like that. Now, do another thing. Tell them all to go drink. The ones that drink this way, tell them to go home. The ones that, you know, the first redneck army, the ones that lay on their stomach, you take those guys. So he's got 300 guys. So he's followed God up to this point. God says, I'm going to do this. And Gideon says, I hear you, but you know. So he goes through all of the natural things that we would go through. So God said, okay, if this isn't enough for you. Sometimes God will tell you something. It's not self-fulfilling because you feel like I need something else. I need somebody to confirm that. So here's our first thought for this morning. Hear it. Hear it. You need to just hear it. What was the promise that God told you? Now, it may not be like Gideon. It may be, listen, you can write a book. You can start your own business. You can do this. You can buy that house. You can have this or you can be this. You have to hear it. What has he told you? Part of the problem is we live in denial. And it's not the river in Egypt. I'm talking about denial. We live in where, oh, that can't be God. God's not talking to me. Now, I want want to just swipe all this away. Think about Gideon before. Gideon is hiding in a wine press. He's hiding from, because he's afraid. And they call, the, the angel says, you are a mighty man of valor. Gideon doesn't look or act like a mighty man of valor. Because that's not how he sees himself. Because he's afraid. But God, even though you're afraid, is going to pull something out of you that you know is there and that God put there, but you won't recognize it. But God sees it all along. So he wants to pull that out of Gideon. So we got to go back maybe and check. What has God told you to do? And you thought, oh, I don't know. Has he, have you done everything he's told you? I mean, Gideon could say, I did what you asked me. I told him to go home. I didn't want to. I had them drink, and they left. Have you set yourself up for success? Now, your definition of success and God's definition of success could be two different things. Because in our definition of success, we have to look at it in our natural mind most of the time. Because we say, well, is this and this and this? Is this something good to invest in, or could we do this? Or you know, Because we all go about that five cents realm. And again, if we're hearing God, we got to go past that. God's saying it doesn't matter how it looks to you. Listen to what I'm telling you. It doesn't matter how it looks to you. Looks, seeing is in your sense realm. It matters how we are obedient to what we hear from him. That is the important thing. The children of Israel were given promises all the time. And they were pregnant with promises. 
but they never entered into the promised land. See, it's not a matter of whether God has made you promises. The Bible's full of promises. Just because you have one and you found it in the word, it doesn't mean you'll enter into the fulfillment God has told you if you won't be obedient. Something has happened to provoke your faith. Something has happened to Gideon to make him go, oh, somehow he got a confirmation. Say, say this, say something's about to happen. Listen to me. You have to be willing to listen and obey. If it doesn't make sense, you have to be willing still to listen to God and obey because God is setting you up for something. Now, if you understand, we work in the natural. God works in the supernatural. He puts his super with our natural. And then all of a sudden you're like, because he does things that we don't know how that happens. How do you raise people from the dead? Well, it has to be a supernatural event that God had told you and boom. See, the promise that God gives you is a revelation of his intention in your life. He wants these things to happen for you. He has a plan for you. He has a purpose. And he'll show you in scripture his divine intention. See, see, God wants to say, this is what I'm planning to do. This is what I've got for you. This is your purpose. What are you planning to do? What's your plan? Tim and I have this discussion. We just want to do what God wants. That's what we want. Is that your plan? I mean, do you really want to do what God says? If he's telling you to do something, you don't want to do it. Then are you doing your plan or God's plan? So we have to say, all right, God, I get it. It doesn't even have to look. I mean, it looks crazy to me. You see, think about this. Peter, Peter, I want you to, we've been fishing all night. Jesus, we've been fishing. Jesus, look at my lips. I am a fisherman. You are a carpenter. We have been fishing all night. We haven't caught anything. Now, Peter still heard him and said, nevertheless, if you say, we'll throw the net on the other side. You see, something about that is going to pull out of there. He says, Peter, I know, because you know Peter's cocky. Peter's a bad butt. <laughs> Peter, like, I will chop your ear off if you give me any lip. I mean, Peter's just Peter. But he, there's something about Peter that says, something past my personality, something past inside me says, I will listen. And I will do. Our second thought is, you have to believe it. You not just hear it, but you got to believe it. When you hear it, it might not make sense, but that's okay with you. I, I believe it. I believe it. You see, belief in God is a foundation for a vision. Once you believe God, you can see his point of view. If you believe it to be true, you can see it. Because faith is the foundation. Be- <laughs> believing is seeing. Not seeing is believing. And for you to believe to see, then you have to receive and believe what God said. It doesn't matter. People can say, well, Brent, can you explain this? And I would say, you know what? I don't know if I can explain that. I'll give you my best shot, but here's what I believe the Bible says. So if the Bible said that, I don't have to have all the details. I just believe it. Sometimes that will irritate people. That's crazy. You can be crazy all you want, but yet God can do, you know, he, he does all kinds of miracles all through that book that don't seem to make sense. A Miss America contestant was asked after she won, I bet you were nervous. I bet you were scared. I bet you never thought this would be you and you'd be walking down this runway. 
And her reply was amazing. And this is what she said. I was fine. I had seen myself walking that runway thousands of times. You see, she could picture herself and in her mind doing the very thing that at one time seemed impossible. What are you picturing? What picture has God given you? Gideon went down and he heard the whole story. He heard, you know, he gave Gideon that story. I want you to go down and listen to what the enemy is saying and you'll get a picture in your mind. You will get a picture in your mind and you'll see yourself winning. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you this morning. God, if you will listen to him, if you will hear it and believe it, that means if you really believe it, you'll receive it. You will get a picture of what that looks like. That's why my wife has a vision board. She puts a picture of what she believes God is going to sow into her life or tell her, and she'll put it on that board so she can see it. The Bible says, without vision, the people perish. So you need that picture. You need that that thing in your mind, that one that says, I can see that. If you want to lose a lot of weight, can you picture yourself skinny? You might say, that's stupid. Not if you're fat, it ain't. So you want to picture yourself looking good, doing the things that you can't do now. You need that picture. You need that, that thing in your mind that says that. When Gideon, you know, now think about this. He's hiding behind a rock. He heard the enemy say, I'm telling you, I saw a dream. Basically, I'm going to put this in, in my vernacular. A cupcake came rolling down the hill and smashed a tent and overturned the Midianites. You know, and he goes through all that. And the guy says, I know that cupcake, that was Gideon. And, and God's going to put, he's going to win everything. He's going to give the whole camp to Gideon. So Gideon hears that, and that's confirmation. He's like, man, it's true. The Lord said it, it's true. He sent me down here. So listen, he already heard him, and he obeyed, go down, he listened. And now he hears confirmation from the enemy. He gets a picture in his mind. I don't know that he fully believed it, but he got confirmation, and all of a sudden that just put wind in his sails. I think he believed it enough to carry it out. You know, okay, I don't get it, but I'm going to do it. Sometimes your kids are like that, aren't they? I don't know why I got to do that, but okay. And then, and then, you know, he received it. He began to worship God. So you need a picture, but you got to believe first. If you don't believe, it's going to be real hard for you to get a picture. You got to believe. Do you believe God will do it? I have people that, you know, God won't prosper me. It's going to be real hard for you to get a picture. The Bible says he will. Do you believe his word? Some people say, yeah, I do. I believe every word of God. Then how do you, if I told you that and I could show you, why would you not believe that? We have to get that picture in our mind. God will make you help or will help you to connect the dots. He'll help you to, to hear what he's trying to say to you. You know, let me just say this. This is, if I said, if I made this noise, whoo, whoo, in our mind, we picture an owl. If I could make a cricket sound, which I can't, but if I could, or if I just say cricket, cricket, you know, we, we can picture crickets maybe on a summer night by a pond. I mean, we, we, that mind, that picture goes into our mind. If I, if I said a dog, you'd see a dog. If I say, picture a cat, you'd picture a cat. If I said polka dots, you'll see polka dots. If I say a zebra, you'll say, I, I see a white, a white horse with black stripes. And somebody will say, no, I see a black horse with white stripes. I don't care. You see a zebra. Because you picture that. You need that. We are people that are drawn by vision. 
Not just guys. Guys are more visually led, yes, but so are ladies. They like to know, show me that. My wife can go to Hobby Lobby and go, see that? I like that. Do you see how that works? Do you see how that flows? you like that color? Ooh, I like that. Okay. I like you're happy about that. God's trying to tell you something. He wants you to get a picture of what he's told you in his promise. You hear the promise, get a picture on the inside so you can see it through. When Gideon got the picture, he could respond to the promise. Listen to what I'm telling you. When he got the picture and now it it was confirmed, he could respond to what God was asking him to do. But it wasn't until he could picture that. That's part of his belief system. I'll believe you to do it. Some of you are right there. You're saying, God, I believe you. But man, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time picturing that. But if you will step out in faith, something will break off of you that is trying to hold you back. And you will picture what God has told you. And you will see it in a way you've never seen it before. Because you heard him talk to you. And you can picture that now. You believed it. You received it. You have the picture. And now things are starting to happen. Here's our third thought. Do it. Gideon runs back to the camp. He gets everybody up and he says, we're going to defeat the Midianites. What had changed? Because he got the promise. It was confirmed in his belief system. And he got the picture in his mind. I can see myself winning. I can see myself winning. When he understood, I'm the cupcake. God's telling me the truth. This is awesome. They're afraid of me. Then it can begin to manifest in the natural because now he can not only see it in his mind. Do you know, we've talked about that. It happens in the spiritual, then it happens in the natural. So in the spiritual, you're going to see it before it happens in the natural. That's the picture. What does it look like? How do, how do you look successful? Can you see your bank accounts overflowing or can you see nothing? Can you see yourself helping people? Can you see yourself having more than enough to to further the kingdom? Can you see that? The closer to your miracle than you realize. You're that much. I mean, sometimes you're just the, the net on the other side of the boat. That's how close you are. God has told you and you've got to that point and you are saying the same thing Peter said. We have fished all night. God, I've tried to believe this all my life. This has still yet to happen but i'm here to tell you this morning get the picture go one more step and say god it doesn't matter what i think in the natural if you said it nevertheless give me that picture i'll do it number four it's our last thought this morning gideon breaks out into worship isn't that just like mark eleven twenty three and or 22 through 24 it's not we believe we receive when we pray so this is, what, this is what Gideon's doing. Gideon is already saying, God, we got it. He's telling his troops, we are going to, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go down and kick their booty. We're going to go, we're going to do this. God already said we would. This is, I've got the picture. And if you will do that, if you will say this to yourself, I'm going to just worship God now before this ever manifests. I'm thanking God for it right now. Let it be said right now. Because you know what that does? That is confirmation in your belief system. You have not only heard God, 
he gave you a picture of it. You believed it. He gave you a picture of it. You did it. And now you're saying yes before it ever happens. I'm telling you, we're about to see some things happen because we are getting a picture from God. You're going to leave here today and you'll feel like you're a Polaroid one step. Come on. I'm saying this. Now listen to me. Pictures usually get developed in the light room or the dark room. They get developed where it's dark. Because sometimes, you know, that's why people that are following God, they don't have to have what everybody else has to have because they got God. Because no matter how dark it looks, he's developing your picture. So even in the midst of darkness, you were saying this, your word shall be a light unto my path. I will hide your word in my heart. And I will not sin. I will obey you. I'm telling you this morning, if you will just Ask God, what was that promise again? Tell me again. I'm going to hear it. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to thank you for it. And I'm going to watch this thing come to pass. So Gideon breaks out in worship. The picture convinced him. Because listen to me. If you can see it, you can have it. If you can see it, God can do it. If you can see it, it can become a reality. If you... If you're doubting, the Bible says in James, you can't get anything. Let's not doubt. If God said it, that settles it. Man, that's good. I Just give me a picture of that, God. Let's do this thing. Can you see yourself free? Brett, you don't know. I've, I've had all these addictions. Can you see yourself free? Can you see yourself not having any addictions? Can you do that? Can you get yourself a picture? Well, it's my rheumatism. It's my arthritis. Can you see yourself healthy? Can you see yourself doing what you want to do? Can you see yourself successful? How do we do that? We get God's promises. We get his word. We hear it. We believe it. We do it. And we thank him for it. Don't see yourself as a failure. Don't see yourself as an addict. Don't see yourself as a loser. The enemy is doing that to you. See yourself as somebody that God loves. And that God says, I want to bless you. I want you to do more things and be healthy and happy. Speak those promises out loud to yourself. When you get a promise from God, speak those things. Speak that word out loud to yourself. You can see yourself blessed, see yourself prosperous, see yourself whole and healed. It can change your life. The Bible says again, without vision, the people perish. People get crazy because stuff speaks to them and it ain't God. I sat at McDonald's with Maddie one time. And we had just came from the store and we were in the store and there was a guy looking at groceries in the store and this is what he was doing. Now he has nothing in his hands. He's going, well, I don't see it. I don't see anything here. I was just stupid. They don't have the kind of stuff. I don't know what I was doing. And Maddie's like, dad, what is the matter with him? Who's he talking to? And he turned around and he had this little thing in his ear. And I said, Maddie, she's got a Bluetooth. She's like, what's a Bluetooth? I said, it's a wireless, it's a phone. It's in his ear. He's talking to whoever he's talking to on the phone. Oh, so we went out for a date. We went to McDonald's. There's a guy sitting at another table, and he's over at the other table. <laughs> she said, Dad, look, that guy's got a Bluetooth. That guy got up and turned around. I said, Maddie, he ain't got no Bluetooth on. I don't know what's going on with him. There's a lot of voices out there that are trying to get your attention. But you're going to have to know who to listen to. You're going to have to say, God, I need to hear you. And I need to, when you tell me something, I need, I need to believe it. And when I believe it, When I believe no matter what God says, then this is what I'm going to ask him. And this is going to help you today. Give me a picture. 
Show me what that looks like. Show me in my spirit, in my mind, what you're telling me, God. If you can give me a picture, and you know he can. He's going to give you a picture, and then you just say, I'm going to do that. God, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to thank you for it right now. I'm telling you, you're hearing my voice today, and it is just, I am not God, but I am being his mouthpiece. You will have the things that God has promised you. I declare it, I believe it, but you have to receive it, get a picture, do it, and thank him for it before it happens, and watch out. We got people that are overwhelmed with life and all of the things that happen in life. Our outlook can be changed by what we hear. If our mind can be persuaded by a picture, then our body responds to that. You operate the control center in your body. I mean, seriously, think about it. You decide what you're going to let inhabit your brain, what you're going to dwell on. That's your decision. You can dwell on fret and worry and and what happens to your body. (laughs) Nervous, you know, stress. Do you want to give your joy away? Get a picture of what God has said. Let the picture develop in your mind. Mountaintop experiences are great. Character is developed in the valley, in the dark room. You really going to follow God in the dark room? Lord, you gave me that picture. You're going to be Gideon. Okay, I'm going to believe it. Hadn't happened yet, but I'm going to thank you for it. I'm going to do what you tell me. I'm going to thank you right now. That stuff happens in the dark room. Anybody can follow when it's all visible. But it's the people that will follow and say, I believe you now, God. When the odds don't look right, I believe you now. I'm going to say this. I saw these chairs before you did. I saw True Life Church before many or most of you. And I want you to understand, he told me, I want you to start this church. God, I've never started a church before. I'm kind of afraid. I don't know what to do. I've never done this before. And you know what he said? I didn't ask you to do that. I asked you to start a church. I'll take care of that. So what I ask then is, Lord, what are, you, what are you asking of me? And he gave me a picture. And I've had to go back to that picture of chairs, of people, of lives changed. Why? Because if you'll do it, you'll hear it, you'll believe it, you'll do it, you'll thank him for it. It will happen. Get the picture from God and watch what he does. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes, please?